Ormai che manofre chiamo What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest this week is Josh Lanero, class of 2019. He's going to talk about everything from his time being recruited by Rick Carver, the former baseball coach, and playing as a senior for the current baseball coach, JT, um, along with some other things that he touched on since he's graduated, what he's doing now. Uh, but a lot of his is going to focus in the what it's like to be a student athlete here at Bethany. Uh, also, don't forget, make sure you check out Maple Shades Outdoor. And don't forget at the end of this episode, Harry Chambers will be pulling the names out of a, well, one name out of a hat for the week-long lunch special on me. Uh, so basically, if your name gets pulled out of the hat, you get put in the show. I send you a message. You go to Chambers Monday through Saturday. You get your lunch special on me. Uh, so you get free lunch. You don't have to go up to the calf or go off campus. There's a there's at least a free meal for you. So make sure you watch it. Also hit like and subscribe on the channel. But without further ado, this is Josh Lanero. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is Dingo Talk. It's the alumni tour. My guest this week is Josh Lanero, class of 2019. Uh, pretty pretty important year for the baseball program. Oh yeah, Hopefully. one of the best. Little, uh, but before I forget. There's your team. Thank you, sir. Um, as we do every week, Josh is going to explain his recruitment process to get here at Bethany, why he chose Bethany, uh, a little bit of what he did in his four years here at Bethany, probably talk about that uh, 2019 baseball team. For sure. Um, and then we'll take a break, send it to KJ, come back, and then we'll talk about everything he's done since graduation, uh, which he's kind of back here. Another alumni back to, to help the school. Good old Bethany. You know, there's a lot of those running around now. I see. Definitely. You get the you get soccer coaches and right. You know, there's. I think I see Blango's back too. So Blango's back. Yeah. You got, I'm those not, alumni. It's. I wasn't the first one. Definitely not gonna be the last. <laughs> Desiree's back. I can't forget Des. You get it. Yeah. That would have been. That would not been good. Right. But uh, so you had already played at Penn Trafford. Yeah. Uh, you had already agreed going into your senior year to come play baseball here at Bethany, what was the process like for you? So I, we had a really good senior class my senior year in high school and it was in the back of my head that I wanted to play baseball obviously in college one day. Uh, I didn't know at what level, I didn't know when people were gonna start reaching out if they were gonna reach out at all. Um, so yeah, I just kind of I just kind of played it month by month, went through my showcases, went through that, that kind of stuff and then uh, the email started to come in and it started to be a reality that I could you know, play somewhere. Mm -hmm. I had some D2 interest, you know, at the beginning, uh, a couple coaches moved on from those positions and then it was, you know, they were at a better school, didn't really, I didn't really fit that program. Um, yeah, so it was after one specific showcase, it was in like October of my senior year of high school, uh, where I thought I did really well. And it was where the majority of the coaches, you know, D3, D2 guys that would, that would see me would, uh, mm -hmm. you know, would look for a guy like me. Um, so yeah, I just did really good at that showcase. Woke up the next morning and I had four or five emails in, in my in my inbox, just you know out of nowhere. I hadn't had that much interest yet. So then that's that that right there would just kind of solidify that I wanted to play in college one day. And are these predominantly PAC schools? Is this, uh, it or would, is it just a mixture of like the D three D two still? Yeah, it was it was just a couple of like D two walk ons from schools like mm -hmm. like Lock Haven, which was you know probably four hours away from my house. Um, 
just just places I really didn't see myself going and wasn't the best financial situation either, I guess. Because, mm -hmm. you know, everyone's always looking for the best financial situation they go, they can get. Um, yeah, so it, it was mostly D D3 schools. There was St. Vincent involved. Chatham was involved. Some of those Penn State branch campuses, mm -hmm. too. Um, so, yeah, I had definitely had some options, definitely some different routes I could have taken. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I had an email from Carv um, after that, and he, he said he really liked what he saw and that he wanted me to come down and visit. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is the school in the middle of West Virginia. Like, do I, <laughs> do I really even want to go on a visit? <laughs> Funny story, on, on my on my on-campus visit, um, for some reason, we just me and my parents just forgot to get gas, I guess. <laughs> And we're coming down these back roads because it's the first time you put in the GPS. Mm -hmm. and you know exactly what way it's going to take you. Um, so we're about to run out of gas, and we look up a gas station. It's like 15 minutes away in Wellsburg, and I'm like, I'm like, no, like no way, we're, we're about, no way, I'm coming we're, here. Yeah, we're even, breaking down, and like, we don't even have we don't have gas to get back home. Like, yeah, my dad's like, yeah, you're not coming here. Like you can't. What, what if your car would <laughs> run out of gas? <laughs> so I, you know. There, there were just a bunch of thoughts going through my head before I even saw anything on campus. Um, but that, that all changed, you know, throughout talking to Carver. I thought, I thought Carver was awesome and it was going to be, you know, a good situation for me. Um, it, yeah, there was, it, I just felt like really comfortable here off the go. I was comfortable with the people and I like the idea of being on a small campus and being, being able to, you know, make a name for yourself mm -hmm. or, or, or give you these resources and opportunities. Like I'll talk about like why Bethany, um, there's just so many opportunities to, to really better yourself on your resume, mentally, athletically, whatever it may be. There's, even though it's such a small place, there's just, you know. A lot well, of it's a good place to find, like, like you can come in as a, as a freshman and be in one state of mind. Yeah. And by the time oh, you yeah. leave here, I mean, that state of mind is, you look back at it and just kind of laugh because it's, you've right. gone, you've changed in seven different directions before you got to where you. Couldn't agree more. And I look, I, I think back on that a lot, just. Freshman year feels like so long ago, <laughs> even though it was only like, you know, six years ago. But yeah, two, two years out of school. But um, yeah, no, it's it, it's just always felt like home, and it started to feel like home as as time went on. And you know, I, I remember thinking like how weird it was my first time coming home, you know, like on a Thanksgiving break. But then I then I remembered how like how weird it was coming back to Bethany because because it, it was like I haven't, you know, there it was like having two different homes, and you felt comfortable with both of them. You know, some some people don't feel like that. Some people and there's that that is with this. But you you we all you see it as an alumni. We, we saw it as students. That, yeah. You know, you get close to those breaks and you can't wait to leave Bethany. Right. And it's like two three days in and you're like, all right, this was fun. Yeah. Uh, can I go back now? Like the, my <laughs> my freshman year, I didn't I didn't take a J term. Or I'm sorry, it would have been my sophomore year. Yeah. Didn't didn't decide to take a J term, which used to be a thing, isn't a thing anymore. Um, which is always just a real good opportunity to bang out three three credits. Yeah, but it was a good grade boost. It was a good like it was either a boost. It helped people yeah. that were like cusp of right. getting off of different academic right. situations. Right, maybe, maybe miss a class that wasn't yeah. offered. So yeah, I, I saw it as a big benefit. But um, I didn't take one that year, and then I was at home for six. You know that that six week period, and I was just like, I, I need to get back <laughs> to school. <laughs> so freshman year baseball, um, you come in. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about. Freshman year compared to senior year, Josh. Wow. Just baseball, and we'll go into more at Bethany. Gotcha. Just from because that that's also two different coaches, so we, you get right. to see two different styles. Um, it's like almost two different eras of of baseball. You know, you got someone that's been here for a while and has his brand of baseball, and then you. It's funny because we we had an idea of what, what we wanted our coach to look like through that process. Um, I can touch base on that when we talk about senior year mm -hmm. too, but. 
Yeah, freshman year, like, you know, I was looking at the record from the year before, and I was like, this, this may be kind of rough, you know. Just just was happy to be, you know, on in a baseball program, though. And but then I got to the first practice, and I was like, wow, like, this, there are some dudes on this team. Like, mm -hmm. we, like this is some of the best ball players I've ever seen. Um, even at a D3 level, and I, I expected, I honestly expected to come in and, you know, maybe thought I was going to be some big, big stud or something like that, but it, that's not the case. You mm -hmm. know, everyone's just a step ahead of you um, in that regard. But, yeah, you you know, didn't know what to expect. Was just kind of enjoying enjoying the social life of college and then enjoying having, you know, being a collegiate athlete. Um, yes, yeah, so we didn't really have that great of a year. Uh, I remember feeling, like, real real bad about it, but it never really felt like I didn't want to be there. You know, I just always mm -hmm. loved being around baseball and, which is what, you know, why I'm back here coaching too. Like, I just always loved being around the team and being around baseball. So, um, it kind of, it's like super steep, like, yeah, it sucks so bad that we're losing, but it's just being, building those relationships and those, those road trips and those friendships. Like mm -hmm. that just, that makes you, well, there's a couple of trips uh, that, are, that the, the athletes don't get this, that, that's, now that Florida trip, that, yeah. Well, the Thomas Moore trip. Is oh, that another too. Another one that, that you, too. you don't have. A, First time you stay like in a hotel. Eight for, hours. Eight hours into Kentucky. I mean. Right. Yeah. They, that 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 changes. I always wondered why they were in the pack. Yeah. The, it was, was it was always goofy. Like they, yeah, with the with the traveling situations, especially like Grove City, which is two hours away from here, they're cutting all the way down. Um, yeah, just like I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you one loss. I couldn't tell you one. I couldn't tell you the aspect of the game, right? Mm -hmm. But I could tell you that you know somebody farted in the van, <laughs> and van ride home, yeah. and it stunk, and everybody laughed at it. You know what I mean? Just little stuff like that. Um, you know, it's that 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 stuff that it will be with me forever, and that's why I still talk to those guys, and that's mm -hmm. why we, we're all still close. Uh, you know, like when I was a freshman, I'm still close to the seniors or. That that team was a uh, like a family type for sure, and then that get you know once I saw those seniors do that, it, it, everyone got bumped up, and those seniors it, it took that role, and it's just a revolving door, and you, you learn as you go. But uh, yeah, freshman year was just just super cool to you know, you, you would you would think like being a freshman kind of sucks, but at D three level, everyone's kind of on an even playing field when you uh, when you really look at it, you know. Everybody got to go to class. Everybody's yeah. going to go to the same places for social, most social events. Right. And everybody's got to go to practice. Right. But those guys were really welcoming. welcoming. You know, like I said, I still talk to those guys, you know, some of them daily and stuff. Um, and then, so let's talk about senior year baseball, Josh, that is now that leader, that guy right. that's going to, that's part of that, promoting the, the family aspect of what Bethany baseball has been. But with a pretty big change oh yeah it was it, it, it was at, at one point it was like it was only us it was only, yeah. only seniors and our two GA coaches um so we we went through the fall process our senior year uh Carvey told, told us that he was considering this job at Franciscan and that it was on the table um which was you know it was like met, surreal for us we were like is this is he being serious um so we did that fall scrimmage like we normally do against WNJ and after he said, we're going to meet at the field and the Monday after, and he's going to give us our decision. Um, athletic director Steve was there. His car was lined up like with the fence there. And I just remember thinking like, all right, he's, he's definitely leaving. And it was a real cool experience. I wish, I wish anybody that had had carve during his tenure here would have been able to see that. And, you know, I'm sure there have been some different opinions out there about it, but you know, we were. It was just like, wow, this man is moving on from from being in the same place for thirty years and um, building a helping build a program yeah, to right. now 
and what he is now. But still in the pack, yeah. And then and building a rebuilding a program again. Right. So but to my understanding, Franciscan used to be a program, you know. I believe so. I think it's yeah. just a, I think they picked baseball back, up, back or, up or I don't know how that all worked out. I'd have to look I'd have to look into it. I haven't I haven't gotten that far. We're not at the baseball preview stuff yet. So. Right. But he's he I th I was thinking, you know, like this is a perfect scenario for him. He lives in Montersville, right next to Studentville. You know, and, and he's the right guy to, to start a program and really good Christian guy too, which is, which is good for, for a religious school like Franciscan. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I, we've always wished him, wished him the best after that. And it was just kind of like, all right, well, here we go. This is, and I remember, I remember Steve telling us, why don't you guys just take like two weeks off? Uh, it, you know, it was, it was actually around this time. It was, yeah, today's October 12th. It was probably like last week around this time. Okay. Um, He's like, why don't you guys just take two weeks off, and then you guys can just decide what you want to do. And we were like, we were like, we got a really good team here. Like, we're we're gonna we're gonna practice on our own. Um, we so have yeah. the GAs, and you have the seniors. We right. got this. So yeah, we we kind of we kind of did it on our own, collab with the GAs. You know, we just knew that we there was no sense in taking a couple weeks off. Nothing on Steve because he no he was he was just doing what he thought what, what, what we needed. But as seniors, we had, like 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 they laid the laid it down for us. Um, I was thought like. I wonder if the freshmen are looking at us like I like I looked at the seniors when I was a freshman. Um, so yeah, I just I just really enjoyed like that aspect of it. Like I was telling you earlier, um, and then Steve asked me and another senior, Neil Woods, to be on the search committee for uh, for finding JT mm -hmm. eventually, which was a super cool experience. Got to see you know all the resumes and was was asked to narrow it down and you know sat in on the phone interview, sat in on the in person in person stuff too. Uh, well, and and. Uh JT wasn't uh, even he he said earlier on his show that he mm -hmm. wasn't uh, way back from the first first one of these things. Mm -hmm. um, he had said that it, he might not have been the best coach that came down. And Steve Steve admitted that there were there were some D one oh, yeah. interesting coach. There were some D one coaches looking. There so, were some D two coaches. There were some some names. But for you guys, right? Um, and the story that Steve told and and JT told is that from two different perspectives one was steve seeing how you both interacted with each other that first meeting right where he was on where jt was on campus and whatnot mm -hmm. and just the way that the that you guys embraced him and interacted with him but jt's side of it was that you guys bought in right the, the right away it was there insane. was no argument to anything there was like all right let's try this mm -hmm. and it, it almost seems like it's one of those very rare things in sports where it's just a match of the people that were here at the time right with the right guy the right guy for the job coming in right um so talk about narrowing it down to where you get to yeah JT. like like you said yeah we did have some some guys that came in with like 300 plus wins in their in their co collegiate coaching careers and mm -hmm. it was like wow they, they wanted to take over this program um and steven asked us you know what do you guys want to coach like what, what do you and not just us for that year because i knew that that my input was gonna effect. Effect, effect this, you know, this year right now and mm -hmm. in years to come. Um, so I, I, I just thought that we needed somebody energetic, somebody younger on the younger side of the spectrum, somebody that could relate to us a little bit more as, as you know, eighteen to twenty-two year old, as people in college, people on a baseball team, um, and that's that's exactly what we got and more with JT. Um, I remember thinking after his in-person interview with like the search committee mm -hmm. i remember thinking all right he's, he's definitely gonna get hired he's gonna be that's our guy and then and then he did the uh the whole team portion of it where he just kind of talked and talked about his philosophy and uh and mike Worrell was 
you know, walking around campus that day and he said, all right, JT, like your time's up. And, and he just kept talking and then was ignoring everything Mike was saying. And he just kept, you know, he wanted to learn more about us. Mm -hmm. and that, yeah. And then I was like, all right, yeah, he's, he's, totally, he's definitely getting And I'm sure that you're not the only one that felt that way once no. he showed that like, like there's an interest here. I want to know who you guys are as players. Um, and so transition that. So JT gets hired. You guys go into, uh, <laughs> we went into winter break. Winter break. Yeah. And then he, kind of does his first team thing out of winter break yeah how um, does that i'm all... sorry it was it, it, so he got hired before thanksgiving uh he was interested he was he probably got hired around later later mm -hmm. october you know came first couple weeks in november i think just to get situated a little bit and then uh and then we went into thanksgiving break when we came back for that time between thanksgiving and christmas break which is only like two weeks in reality um he had this big lifting thing lifting competition with teams and stuff for us said meet me in the gym at 6 a.m pretty, pretty much not we know nothing about this guy just meet me in yeah. the gym at 6 a.m yeah meet me here's your teams cut bring some energy and we were all in there screaming you know mm -hmm. squatting like crazy for this guy uh and i and you know music was blaring and i just remember thinking like this would never happen if Carver was here this kind of energy um or you know, with the music and, and just it's just a change. It's a it's a healthy change for a, it, it breathed life on oh, yeah. into it, it it got us it got us so juiced up and and like I said, we we already had a solid team. Mm -hmm. We just needed that 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 attitude adjustment and that that want again to like put put your know that your effort is going towards something good, not you know not just to to lose a bunch of games every year. So yeah, so then that was you know we went into winter break after that didn't even have a practice or anything really our first practice was in january when we got back mm -hmm. but um yeah so i mean he, he really had to learn what kind of baseball players we were in the wreck you know what i mean he didn't get that fall period to to see us live and to see yeah. us scrimmaging um so yeah he had to make you know he had to make a lineup that that game one off of just what he saw in the wreck and we ended up starting out six and oh or no we were seven and oh and then we dropped we dropped the one the second one of that double header so we ended up starting seven and one going mm -hmm. into Florida, and then so the Florida trip happens, right? And it's not a, it's not a it's not a, the worst trip that in your four years that you guys had had. No, I think I, I think we might have split four and four. I can't remember. It's, it's close. It's like either it's either five. And I think four, it was five and three. Five and three or four and three. It was one, right in that in that mix. I mean, we, it was played, above five hundred or five hundred. Right, and we played uh, we played number one Wooster. Yeah, we were ranked number one preseason, and we're still one to that point. So that was like our big test. I think we, it was it was zero zero through five innings. They ended up winning like seven nothing or something. But they have they have one big inning, and it just I mean yeah, that's why they're the number they were at that time the number one team is it, it couldn't happen. I remember thinking like these dudes are number one in the nation, and then they started. <laughs> it's like oh yeah oh oh this is why. I was like oh. <laughs> so you guys come back from Florida, mm -hmm. and there's from the outside point of view sitting in the out in the out in the outfield yeah. board, uh, watching games. Um, it wasn't a we have to win the series. It was a let's win to let's win this game. Yeah. And then go into the next game. Right. And if we win that one, we won the series already. Yeah. We'll go to the nine. It was we weren't even yeah, I th I think in the first and, series we had was St. Vincent too, uh, which was uh, you know, a two on a Saturday and mm -hmm. a Sunday, I, I believe. Sunday nine, right? Yeah. Two two sevens and then a mm -hmm. roll through the two sevens, um, just feeling so good and then just absolutely whooped them on that Sunday after and I mean, we don't get along with St. Vincent. So. No, no. So, but there, so there is a, I'm going to point out for you guys, there is a, or for you, from, again, back from J, because I had to rewatch JT's to make sure I cut oh, some things. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a point where things weren't 
At one point, yeah. Things had hit a peak and it started to come down and he kind of had a conversation with you guys where it was, look, now everybody knows who you are, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Let's go out and play. We had a real bad weekend. I almost got swept by Teal. Neil had a walk-off home run. I think it was a two-runner, too, Mm -hmm. so we were losing at the time. Um, And now, yeah, like you said, that was when we kind of hit our peak and then we were starting to go down for whatever reason. because it was a chase to get in, actually, wasn't it? At that point, guys? yeah, it was a li- it was a little more competitive than than we had thought. But everyone kind of had that had that thought, like like you said, like like Bethany's the team to beat. Like we got to bring our A game against them. Yeah. Uh, outside of W and J, obviously. Um, because you were taking uh, there was a time where you were taking series. I yeah. Mean, it was it was two out of three or three game sweeps. I mean, it was. A, I think I think Teal series is the only series we lost besides W and J, so we lost those and, two. Um, and, and either, yeah, we, you know, at least... And nothing two. against Teal, but they just, it wasn't the same... Their, their ta- the talent level uh, for, well, yeah. for that year, it didn't match what... No. So well, there was no reason to have a... I mean, everybody has an off day, but it was like that, a, Maybe we, yeah, maybe we, looking back, we did take them lightly or, you know, just kind of thought, like, yeah, we can roll over yeah. anybody. Um, so, yeah, that was a wake-up check. You know, JT was like, you guys are right there. Like, there's no, there's no need... You know, we were fighting and mm-hmm. arguing and about dumb stuff uh so yeah we kind of recollected at that point uh and then it was like you said it was just like a, a push you make that push run that we played uh we played westminster on senior day i think we split that day oh okay so there's a third there's a third series loss we had we split that day and then on the sunday after uh we we dropped that game and and then now everything is really. Nah, it's a, it's like I, I like all the senior. I was bawling my eyes out. A lot of a lot of players were crying because we were like, yeah, this is probably it. We've been there. We've been we've seen this a little bit like, from other teams watching. Not right. just because um, there was another. There was a year you guys had the one year with Carve or I, that, that was prior to me, right yeah. before you, where he made think, the run. Yeah, they they got into the tournament. I think that was. It would have been like Adam Becker and Z Mills. It was like their sophomore year, I think. Yeah, I guess so, that was about right because Thomas. It ended up being Thomas Moore W and J, and it Thomas Moore got they they had a really good first inning, and then yeah, and I, W and J went no 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 yeah we're W and J yeah sorry yeah we're gonna make a run to the to the tournament right like the big tournament so uh, yeah so that that series right there is when we were like oh no like we needed a lot of things to happen and those things did happen we needed Waynesburg to take two two out of three. From Teal, Waynesburg. Mm-hmm. Waynesburg was already out of contention. Like, they could have very easily just said, or their coach could have been like, yeah, we're playing all of our juniors. The JVs yeah. or, the, or, the, or the younger guys. Get the freshmen and the sophomores in. Let them get the experience. Right. So they take they, they take that series two out of three. Um, we were playing La Roche that day, which was the day after, like, our, our window of comps there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, wasn't the, wasn't the, I wasn't in best shape in the morning. <laughs> were, oh, it was a, there was a celebration needed, but then yeah. there was a ball game to be played the next day. JT, when you watch this, like. I'm sorry. Yeah, but... he, well, he, he knows. I don't even want to share with the world what I did. But, <laughs> but he knows, JT knows what comps are now. Um, so we were, and we were playing the Roche. Yeah. Another, another team that could be considered probably, probably one in this, in this area, you know, and probably the number one, they're in the regional tournament every year. Um, you know, obviously, obviously didn't mean anything. To, it just meant to our, towards our record, wasn't a conference game. Um, and, and we, we, we ended up beating their ace that game, that first game. And then, and then we, we ended up losing a close one the second game. But, um, I'm a van ride home. We're listening to Waynesburg 
teal rest of the, you know, because you guys year. pull over. I remember the video. Of yeah, the, yeah. No, we, we were still driving. Uh, they were still driving, but uh, we, you know, we were just listening. Everyone was quiet. And then the, the poor Waynesburg announcer was not like not excited into it at all. But he was like, and Waynesburg wins the game. And we were just like, yeah. Like, we're going to the playoffs. Let's go. And then the run happens. I mean, it's a, it's yeah. a loss first day. And then. Yeah, so game game one, we come out against WJ. I think we lost 12 3 or 12 nothing, one of the two. Absolutely took 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 the energy out of us. Like, like one, we got to face WJ, and we had beaten WJ earlier in the year. Mm -hmm. we, they took the series, but we had given them their first loss against us in years. Yeah, uh, I think the last they, we were over six or last sixteen against them, uh, which is nuts. Because you got you got to take at least one every once in a while. Yeah, um, that just tells you the kind of program they got. They got they got guys they got year depth. in and year out. Yeah, they got depth. They got a good, great coaching. Um, some of the, you know, just, just a really good program. Um, yeah, so we get walled by them. Uh, we know we got it. We know we're on our last leg. It's double elimination tournament. So we come out with Waynesburg, who lost to Grove City in that first game. So the losers play each other. Um, beat them in a re really good game. Uh, that was during the day on that on that Saturday. And then you had that night game coming. Yeah, and then... And then Which was, is a... I mean, I, I talked to JT about it. That's a big... Um, that's a big game. And Absolutely. that's where I think we'll pick up there to go into the second part. Okay. To take a break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to send it to KJ. Maple Shades Outdoors. Actually, this past week, his season two, episode one, just came out. Um, it's about 12 minutes long, but it's very, you, you should check it out. It's very interesting. Maple Shades Outdoors. You can check him out on YouTube. You can check him out on Instagram. But uh, go ahead, KJ. Take it away. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. You, while you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page, enjoy some videos, some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk. So I'll talk to y'all later. What's going on, Chuckleheads? Thank you, KJ, for those words. Make sure, you, again, you check out Maple Shades Outdoors. Uh, I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest is Josh Lanero, class of 2019. And uh, now you are the, what's the? Student Activities Coordinator. Student Activities Coordinator here at Bethany College. Um, but we left off in part one. Uh, very pivotal game for you as a, as a player, as a, as a team. Um, and for JT as a coach, it's a could be the last game of the season. Yep. Could be the last game of baseball for you and a lot of the seniors. Right. Um, but you go into that game, um, and it's a it's a good one. It's a it's a battle. Yeah, the whole whole, whole game is a battle. Um, couldn't even tell you what the score was just because everything's a blur. Yeah. Just the win, how how tough of a game it was. They were throwing their best guy. We we had. Nick Gross, senior, mm -hmm. senior gun for us. Um, again, last game mentality. Like, I'm just gonna put it out there. Do, do or die. Um, it was just a really chippy game. Like, somebody slid into our shortstop, and I, I'm, I was playing second, and I was like, I was like get, get out of here! Like, you can't do that. Don't slide. Yeah. Don't slide. And my dude, it was chippy. Uh, Neil got his ankle stepped on a couple different times uh, from the same kid actually. You know, coming down the line, he mm -hmm. purposely went out because you, you touch the other side yeah. of that bag when you're coming down. Um, 
And it's it's one of those things, especially as a baseball player. There's there's certain protocols to yeah. an etiquette, the the unwritten rules. The, uh, yeah, the unwritten and, baseball and, etiquette. And when you get something like that, where it's one time, okay, maybe you were just yeah, busting ass down the line, and it you weren't thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, but it ha I think it happened like two, it definitely happened twice, and then you put that with the slide and cleat high you're, and a double play. Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna. No, I don't condone like throwing it at anybody or anything, but you're you're just mad. Yeah. Um, anyway, the so the big the big problem with that game was that it was at nighttime. Everything was like a blur. There was a lot of fans in the in the stands too. A lot of people came. Um, so then here's the inside story I was telling you about. Yeah, I'm because there's a there's a JT starts yelling at a yeah. coach, a coach starts there's a that's JT that's JT's side of it. Becomes an interesting little so, I was on I was in the field when this was happening. We were in the field. Um so their third base coach or you know we were in the third base dugout their coach is right next to, to you know everyone's standing up on the thing like this mm -hmm. And two two people I won't say their names. Um, were saying like, "Oh, is that what you teach your guys over there? Just to step on our first baseman's ankle?" And, and the coach turned around and was entertaining the conversation. And he was like, "He was like, he's like, don't talk to me. Like, you don't talk to me like that." So then I raised JT's awareness a little bit too. Don't talk to my players that way. Right. That's exactly what he said. So they started to come and coming closer to each other. And he was like, "JT's like, I'll talk to my guys. Like, you don't talk to my guys. You let me know what the problem is. Yeah, and I'll address my guys. I don't talk to my guys that way. You're not going to talk to my guys that way. Exactly. It was. It was like he was being. He was being pretty rude. Mm -hmm. uh, as a as a coach, you don't entertain a player not chirping you, even in a chippy game, and, no. and for a chance to go to the to the to, to the, the final to the pack championship. Yeah. It's it's still not as a coach you're expected to. You you, you listen to it. You let the other coaches know you don't. Absolutely. But, that's yeah. That's something. That's a conversation they could have easily had on the side. And, mm -hmm. But yeah. So it, you know, it happened there. He did the moment. Um, and I remember, you know, everybody was standing up in the stands because it was right in front of our stands, and everyone's like, "Yeah, get him, JT, get him." And I, and I was like, "Yeah, he's getting into it." Uh, and then and then they they kind of like they, they, he said he threw him out because they made contact with each other, but they just kind of got in each other's face. And I said, "The umpire." And I'm like, "No, yeah, no." <laughs> I'm like, "Are you kidding me? How did it escalate to that?" Um, so we're even more fired up now. Yeah. Because, like, you see that stuff in MLB, and, like, that fires your players up. That's why the coaches do it, because you want to you, you wanna back up your dudes. Um, so, yeah, he, he, you know, JT was gone. We, we had to finish out the rest of the game. It was probably tied at that point um, under the lights. And, that yeah, so. You, you get the win. You get the win. Um, now, the next day. This is the next day, yeah. So that was on a Friday. Next day was one of the most packed days of my life. Because um, it's graduation, it's a chance to it's it's the chance for a ring. Right, and we couldn't make those plans until we knew if we wanted to go on. Yeah. Yep. So it's now 10 p.m. And <laughs> you're calling family members. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, uh, like we're playing baseball tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see you at the baseball field. <laughs> my, my mom's like, are you kidding me? Like you're not gonna be at graduation? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm gonna go play. Oh my, oh my gosh! <laughs> Not really. Yeah. I'm gonna go play ball. Like, yeah, like yeah, again, last yeah. game mentality. Like just thinking, because it's coming to an end, and that that yeah. is a as an as a former athlete. I'm not, well, you're still in, involved in athletics, but as, right. from the athlete side of it, eventually it comes to an end. But you're never really. No, you don't. It's you don't not think about there it. until it's there. Right. Um, so eight o'clock in the morning, you guys. Yeah. yeah. Are... So we, we get that we get the, the word that we're meeting at eight a.m. at mm -hmm. like eleven thirty p.m. So I'm like, all right, we got to wake up early. Um, graduated eight o'clock up at the gates, just the baseball team. Mm -hmm. uh, Doctor Rodenberg was there. Uh, Provost Lane was there. You know, all of our parents came too. It was it was just a cool experience. Um, 
Because those are all, you know, I want to. That's a the, small thing that, yeah. that at a bigger school, you probably don't get that opportunity. No, they, whereas at, here at a small school, they made those arrangements so that your family could have that that moment. Yeah. And it is a moment. I mean, it's it was. A, it was a trip, you know, the traditional graduation, but that's okay. Um, you it's know, a day I, you'll never forget. I was with all my best friends, you know, graduating, and then we're, we're going. And we actually wore our. Uh, the uniform yeah, yeah, underneath. Yeah, our gown and cap, yeah, when we were hitting batting practice. Um, so, yeah, there was just a lot going on that day. Um, we did have to beat WJ twice, um, and obviously they beat us game one. And we were just so, so happy to be there and, and so elated that we that we had won the day before. Um, so it was, it was you know, it was a tough game. We hung with them for a little bit. We were low on pitching. We were low on a couple different things. Um, you know, it, it just, it just kind of sucked to, like, to know that it was coming to an end, and, and then you know, my, I'm thinking of my last at bat. I'm like, yeah, this is this is gonna be it. Like, this is the last time I'm gonna yeah. play competitive baseball like this. Um, so yeah, super, you know, super super cool day, but at the same time, just really sad. You know, to see it come to an end. Not what we wanted. It's huge for the program as well so, because so it, it showed we were, we were year talking. one with a new coach. Mm -hmm. This we, is what you're coming into. This is the this is the culture we're gonna you're gonna have if you come here. Um, because I'm assuming as an alumni, and I bet you if we talk to Neil and a couple of other guys from your class, they're all in the same mentality of you don't necessarily have to make the championship every year, but there's no more of this not making the tournament. We're, right. we're going to be involved. That's the expectation now. So, um, and, and the, yeah, I think I think it's great. And I'm, I'm just I would love to look back in 10 years and see see what the last 10 years look like. You know what I mean? And no, you know, maybe know that I was a part a part uh -huh. of changing that. So yeah, we we tied. We ended up tying the school record for wins at twenty seven. Uh, we finished twenty seven and sixteen. So and there was a little bit at at one point there was an ECAC talk, but then yeah, somebody had, else won. It, it it just I think it was that we had played too many games to be considered like to, you're only allowed to play like forty games throughout you know or so many to, to qualify for that. Okay. So to add to add to the rest of the day to have a packed day. I had to pack up my room. <laughs> you had to come back yeah. here, pack I, everything up, and realize now the f last four years that's really over. Because I mean, graduation is because it was untraditional for you. Yeah, that's not the last moment. You're still you're you're an alumni student till the end of the baseball game. Right, and then the drive home is uh wow. I'm I I, I I remember being so emotional driving out because everybody was already off campus. All of our all the underclassmen are already off because it was senior week. Yep. All the seniors were already gone. It, it was just so empty, and I just I had an empty feeling in my stomach. I was like, I'm I'm leaving for the for the last time, you know, officially as a as a as a student. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So go home. We had plans to go to the beach. You know, a group of us uh, after whenever whenever that end was going to be, because we had you know we had a buddy's beach house and mm -hmm. it was open at any time. <laughs> we left for, for Myrtle <laughs> that that night at 11 p.m. So I graduated. Lost in the pack championship and went to the beach all. Well, night. I packed your room up for and pack, yeah. You know, packed everything up, went home, yep. and then got back on the road and said, "I'm gonna go to the then, beach." Then unpacked, <laughs> repacked, went to the went beach. To the beach. <laughs> so um, it did. It really didn't hit me until I got back from the beach. Is when everything settled in. Because I, yeah, I just remember thinking like, like I may never, I may never see all those guys all the time. But, but it's not the Beth that Bethany experience of you knew right. one coming out of. CV, mm -hmm. you were going to see most of the guys, or you were going to see them when you got to campus, or you're going to see them in the calf, or you're going to see them in boomers. Right. I, I had just eaten lunch the day before with my teammates, and now I got to eat lunch 
Know. It's you. Yeah. yeah, it's just well, you're still with the guys, but once you now you're right. oh you're so once you're once you're back from Myrtle, that's where you're at the I, I remember now I remember this the exact moment literally pulling into my driveway. I was like, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing like I remember thinking like there's nothing to look forward to. <laughs> this is it, I peaked it's over. Yeah, like ah, I'm an adult, I get a yeah. bills and such. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna like just look at the, my camera roll of this memories and just yeah. We're gonna but, be that guy for a couple of days and you're just scroll through and, and I yeah, I was thinking I was just thinking so negative at that point because it's such a good you know, between comp senior week. Just, well and let's talk about that a little bit. The the sub week so we covered you baseball wise. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna open it up now that that social side and the academic side where it was um one, I mean we you already kinda of touched on it, small campus. So academically yeah. and you were a comp major. I was, yeah. We were very especially through your time we were very active yeah. as a department i think definitely with covid going on it's a little harder right and and you know a lot of small schools are dealing with it you being rolling troubles too. Finan you, yeah. you have to have well one you have to have the people here yep. to do it you can't right. it's i mean you can do it with two people you can do it with one person but it's it's I can remember doing baseball games. We had cameras on top of the dugouts, yeah, and we two cameras, one in center field. In center field, we had this with broadcasters up yeah. top with the with the truck down. Um, really, the only sport that I can say the calm didn't cover. I don't know, maybe they covered it in, once I left, but uh, soccer, and it was just because so of Hogan, where Hogue doesn't have any. Hogue uh, doesn't have the now. I've heard now. We need to get the soccer coach back on here. I won't say his name because <laughs> it's, it's rude to call somebody out. But right. We need to get the soccer coach back on the show so that he can explain. There's, there's some, there's some, there's been renovation plans that we didn't touch on during his show, gotcha. um, but I believe that the part of that plan is to change some hookups so that, that can you can broadcast without. I mean, obviously, we're going to take that trailer down into Hope. Right. It's going to be hard to get back. I mean, Dumas is a magic worker, but he's not. Uh, he, he can, he can only do so much yeah. with what he has. But so, as a comm major and an athlete. And just a student in general, let's talk about the that social aspect, and then also the academic side of because I mean a lot of people might not know what the comm department was like. Right. Uh, yeah. So I actually switched to being a comm major in in between semesters of my sophomore year. So it was like a, a real quick decision. I had a schedule already made for that semester. I changed it on day one. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I, lo I love being a comm major. Loved loved all my professors. Loved. The hands-on work that we got, as as you know, that some some places don't get. Not until you're a senior, right? And we were, you know, yeah. I was working a camera when I was as a, as a sophomore. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe not what I want to do, but I I know how to do it now. Uh, yeah, so I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it, uh, the opportunities that it gave me outside of school, in school. Um, yeah, I, I I was just really happy that that I made that move. Um, as far as social life goes, I mean, it, it, it's obviously changed a lot over my four years. I kind of have a an interesting story for, or an interesting time period for, for, for each. Uh, yeah, for, <laughs> for, for for other Bethanians, you know, people, I'm sure uh, different alumni are like, oh, like, what's it like without the bar? Like, I was in the, I was here in the, yep. in the when Bob was, was, was not a thing anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, which just, you flip, flip the whole, you know, the whole social aspect upside down, um, well, and you were here for part of Sigma Nu as well, and that's yeah, a whole. Yeah. That's a kind of a you kind of got to bulk the bar into that almost because it was like Sigma Nu. Yeah, it was part. It was a night bar went. It, it was, was a week, of, weekend thing to to have that. You routine, went from yeah. where either CV or Greek Hill. To you made bar. your way to the bar. Everybody hung out to the bar till closing time, and then right. you made your way to Sigma Nu. Or um, occasionally, I think Beta did a, a couple fires. 
it was here and there. I mean, they there there's a little bit different rules for them, but Sigma Nu was really the. You just felt like there was like five thousand people on the on yeah. campus. You know, yeah. you, just, you felt like really we're we're walking around with maybe eight hundred at the peak at the time. Yeah, but like it felt like we were a big school. You'd be at the bar and it would be see somebody you never you never seen before. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was just it was just really cool to have and so many memories there. Um, yeah, just you know, I, I was I was not in Greek life at all. Mm -hmm. I wasn't in a frat, but I was friends with everybody in the frats. I was friends with everybody in the baseball team. You know, softball and baseball were we're always hanging out with each other too. Um, yeah, it's just that that's the kind of stuff that you won't get at other schools when you know maybe you maybe I, you maybe you know twenty people at a big school, but I, I you know I always felt like I knew six hundred people at the same time. Absolutely. Um, well, and you guys over in CV, you had the benefit of the CV hill to, for when it when we did get snow. You had this, you had sled riding. You oh had, yeah, you had the hill where I always looked at CV like just imagine it as somebody's like your house. Yeah, and everybody has their separate rooms and separate bedrooms. Like you could you could just go go to your friends, you know, and and that's just how it is. Like people people want to understand. people say like, oh, do you live off? Have you did you ever live off campus? And I'm like, no, nah, that's not that's not, not a thing. thing yeah. Here. Like, yeah, I mean, you can, but it's just not this. It wouldn't be the same. No, it's just, yeah, I, I just kind of say like, that's how how Bethany is. And, and it is. It's one of those things. It's I I make the joke, uh, not necessarily on camera, but I've made the joke before, specifically for the Alpha Sigs that I that I came out with. Right. But like, Bethany as a whole. We really all shouldn't be allowed to be together in one area because <laughs> it's uh, if you know one Bethany person and there's seven others that they're going to flock to each other, then all of a sudden it becomes yeah. a campus wide be, thing. You could be in the, no, I mean you could be in the south side and it oh, becomes yeah. like a oh wait are we bubbles or yeah. is this a oh no no we're yeah, good we're, we're, we're in Mario's. yeah but so it's and it's one of those things it's it's very unique I've seen a lot on social media. Um, some of the guys that I graduated with are, are talking a lot about how, um, and guys that just recently graduated, I, I saw, I met a Bethany alum at, at, at the liquor store. I met a Bethany alum at the gas station. I, yeah. I met a Bethany, I had a Bethany t-shirt on and I was in, I was in Maryland or yeah. I was in, and there were seven people that knew exactly where it was and knew about Bubba's or knew about the football team or knew about something. It's crazy. And for being a, I mean, call it what it is. We're a we're a small little school in the woods. Yeah. School in the woods. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you you when you're here, you're here. There's not absolutely. It's not sheets down the road. It's you better plan out about two and a half hours <laughs> between going, getting your food, coming back, the lights, and it's it, it's about an hour. It's about an hour trip. Yeah, but again, I wouldn't have it any any other way. Like I I couldn't I couldn't imagine myself going elsewhere. Yeah. And I, I, everyone, I'm sh I'm sure every Bethany student can attest this. At times, you think like, I, I gotta get out of yeah, here. Yeah, get me out of here. I do not want to be here. Um, but I couldn't imagine like leaving my friends here. Like, now that you're now that you're out looking back on it, it's not something that it would ever be replaced. No, I I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'd, I'd do it all over again too. Um, so leading into that, because I gotta I gotta save something for the questions at the end. True. So, um, you graduate, you mm -hmm. go to Myrtle, you come back. You have this realization. Wow, I'm I'm out I'm out here in the in the real world now. Yeah, end up in Wheeling. Yep, I was I was over at Wheeling last year, um, mm -hmm. taking classes for my MBA, working as a graduate assistant. Um, decided to come over here. Uh, everything going on, you know, with the pandemic and just being able to have something that's secure um, in somewhere where I'm comfortable. See, so, yeah, I'm working in student activities, which is 
you know, kind of difficult right now with 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 the virus. What do you? What can you do with all that? Right. And, and kind of, well, let's touch on that. What yeah. is the? Well, my idea of it is, is you want to provide the students that that feel like they're kind of trapped on campus right now with 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 something to do, you know, outside of sitting in their dorms because they, you know, just with everything going on, they feel like, you know, they're, they're mm -hmm. trapped. And you know, it's I, understandable. Yeah, I, mean, it's... I, can't, I can't. I can't imagine. I mean, everyone feels like they're trapped in some way in twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I do enjoy it. I you know it's it's maybe not what I want to do with the rest of my life, but I'm I'm happy to be in a place I'm familiar at. Um, and I'm helping I'm helping JT and the team right now. Uh, it's been a really good fall. Every you know everyone looks good. We have the seniors back from from 2020, which which um, poses an interesting thing for the it, spring coming. It does, yeah. It, and you know because they're going. Those guys got a second chance, right? Bart definitely not the way they wanted to. No. go through everything and i can't imagine them thinking like i just but, played my last game in, in myrtle and you know. and and coming home and maybe not getting to ever play for bethany again when at the time you think like it, 12 yeah. games into the season i mean yeah before they had granted actually your yeah. eligibility so and, and that that's again uh, i just i gotta harp back on the what you guys as a senior group kind of started for uh the program and what jt has brought mentality wise is i believe it's all the seniors, yeah, uh, yeah. Every senior Absolutely. decided, and it wasn't like a long period to find out. It was the mm -hmm. ruling came down. JT had phone calls from almost everybody. I think there was when Probably he did his show, time. he had to. He was waiting for two more phone calls or three more phone calls, but for the commitment to be that high, uh, just tells it. Tells well, you from an alumni standpoint, how does that make you feel? Is that those are the guys that you were with? I mean, right. We're two years removed from you, right? And it doesn't feel like it because they're still here, obviously. Yeah. But it just tells you how much how much they want it, and you know how much how much effort they put in, and they want to see that pay off. Mm -hmm. Going back to that that freshman through junior year, if I was in that, if I was in their shoes, and you know we were still having this negative attitude here of of losing, I, I would have probably I would have packed it in and said, yeah, All right. I would say, you know, I'm I'm not going to do that extra year of school. You know, I have my degree, I'm ready to go. Um, but yeah, no, they, they they're here because they want to be here. Yeah, they and they and it and it's about I think you guys are kind of that, and and I don't want any of the other teams to get upset, but I think right when the one Bethany started, the baseball team is that kind of base program of if this is what it is if we come together. Now I mean the football program also, but there's been those there's been some highs and lows. There they've gone through real young young teams. On one side of the ball, but very right. upperclassmen on the other side of the ball, it, it becomes a difficult thing. But for you guys, it's a you went from your junior year, right? Just a quick, quick, very turnaround. quick turnaround, yeah. and now it's a. I mean, we got to get further into it, but the to see what it's going to be long, long term, right? But as a program, it seems that it was a. I don't want to say turning of the corner, but it was a turning the turning the ship the right way. We're right. angled in the right way. Let's and and I think that group coming back because they would have been sophomores, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's a sophomore group that probably looks at you and that group the same way that you looked at that, at group, that group, right? But with a completely different attitude because there was an immediate reward of the look. We worked our we worked our ass off. Here's the success. Mm -hmm. It, it's it's just a, it's so rewarding to know that like because at the times you were like why are we putting all this work in and all this all this time and to, to lose games and uh -huh. to not enjoy it um 
now it gives you a and, and you're right like every, any sport if any sports team like you see going volleyball does successful volleyball does the same thing i mean it's it's a the softball program it's a, any anytime success comes from from any of the bethany sports programs you see the support from everyone else and you know especially for us in baseball when we haven't been successful in a while it was just like like wow this this is this is something uh, and the support that came from the from not just the i mean because there's a lot of those the, us alumni that you just show back up because you're in you happen to be in bethany or you live yeah. here and baseball i'm gonna go watch baseball yeah sure i, I did but Derek the, miller just came through but the student involvement i mean you're oh, yeah you're you went from parents and a couple alumni and the townies to, to you entire, couldn't sit you yeah. couldn't sit at that, and that, it was there was a long time in between. I mean, you yeah, get, up and down like, the fences. You, the parents moved up and down the fences yep. because the students were kicking the, up all which the is, Which is what the best problem you can, you have. can have. Yeah. Um, so we've, we've gotten to the point, and you've kind of already touched on it. So I'm going to hit you with the first one. Why Division Three? Like, if you're talking to a kid, Pittsburgh, Weirton, I, I, I don't know any 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 anywhere that's not familiar like immediately right. with bethany right. why why division three and then we'll get into the why bethany because that, that belief is that you know i gotta go d1 i gotta go d2 right and that I, you know that that's a good goal to have and that's the goal of that that everybody wants you want an opportunity to get your school completely paid for mm -hmm. which d3 obviously doesn't offer but i you know i was i i and many others can attest to it at a d3 level i, I was in a good financial situation here you know it doesn't have sports doesn't have to be to be your be all see all no. when it comes when it comes to going to college. But if you want to feel you know like you're not just a number, if you want to if you want to be known, if you want to have friendships that are going to last forever, while you know while getting good grades, still playing ball, you know you get you get the whole package here. I'm not saying you don't get it at other places, but you know you you just get it's it's just a different unique experience that I wish everybody could feel. You know. I don't know if you're familiar with the Players Tribune. It's like a, it's like a newsletter that uh, where athletes will write. I've always wanted to write one like for D three, so everyone could just get like that that, that understanding of yeah, like, what it's like. Like, oh, and especially here because you're you're not only in Division three, but you're really secluded when it comes to yeah the rest of the schools. But then again, there's a Division two school right up the road, right yeah. up the road, and they're in the same boat, kind of for Division two. They're that secluded. In like, the middle of like a big difference, a D one school might take a like a half hour plane ride to get to the game. We'll drive three <laughs> three hours, three hours packed to the you know in the van. Maybe even have somebody laying on the floor, <coughs> like, you know, in the vans, you know, fighting over the aux cord. Absolutely, like, that's D. That's D. That's D three. You know, you, you got the cool, you got the water coolers in the back of the one, so somebody's not getting a seat. Yeah. Like. Or, or like the, you know, we're driving twenty two hours down to Florida and. It has to be a rule. You can't take a crap on the, it, on the bus, bus because listen, we got a we got a long haul here. It's gonna it's because it's gonna stink the rest of the way through. <laughs> That's D three. Um, so if you it, it, yeah, I would I would I like I've said a couple times on the show like I wouldn't have it any other way. I I, I if if somebody's on the fence of, of wanting to go you know D two or, or it's like D two or D one or bust. Yeah, take a, take a look at D three. You should look at. At, at the D three schools, and it doesn't necessarily have to be Bethany. We'd like you to look at Bethany. Yeah, <laughs> truthfully, it's like you said, and that leads into that last this last part. Um, I think you've touched on it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to um, kind of sum up what you said. Yeah, and you correct me if I'm wrong on it, but basically here at Bethany, it became you know you're you, 
you're either comfortable at Bethany or you're not. You either mm -hmm. come in and that it becomes, Bethany becomes a part of you. Like you just, you just you hang out with the same people, that's your group, whatever. Or it, it's just or not for you. Yeah. And, and, and there's nothing against the people that it's, it's not for them. Mm -hmm. I know I have a lot of good friends that it, it, it didn't work out for yeah. them. Never made it it wasn't a better financial, it was a better financial situation for them not to come back. Right. But the memories you have here, the friends you've made here, and the alumni that you continue to be able to randomly pop into yeah. wouldn't change it for the world. No, I, yeah, I, my why Bethany has always just been wanting to be, not wanting to be heard, but like wanting to, to just kind of matter to, to everything that's going on here, mattering towards a culture, towards traditions, towards, and like, you know. Well, I'd say you did a good job. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. I don't know, I don't know what that whole what, what weight that holds, but I'd say you did an all right job. I, mean, I appreciate it. I, I was just telling my parents this the other day, like, I think I think kids are wanting to go to those big schools because that's that's how that's how high schoolers have evolved, you know, to, to maybe that party scene or maybe that. Well, when that, it's portrayed, that's where you want you have to be at the big school, right? Like, oh, you got to go to the big school with the big football games and the and, you know all these. Parties. And they don't realize when they go to those big schools that freshman year their tickets they're way up. Yeah, in the, yeah. they're way up. You just, gotta, just come on it. You can walk into that yeah, for free. You can come yeah. right into the stadium. Um, well, Josh, I really appreciate you being on the show. This has been Josh Lanero, class of 2019, here on Dingo Talk, the alumni tour. I am Carla Guadalino. We're going to send it to Harry Chambers so he can tell us about all of the specials. I'm not going to mention the biscuits and gravy. <laughs> I told him I would. Okay. So that's the way I'm going to do it this week. Um, also, we're going to have Harry will be pulling a name out of the hat for the lunch special for a week. Um, so if you made it down to Chambers, Two Saturdays ago, you were entered into this drawing, um, and Harry's going to pull a name out of a hat, and that's who we'll get. Just make sure you go to Chambers, and they'll have your they'll have your name, and uh, you get a free free lunch on me for the whole week. Uh, it starts Monday and works all the way to Saturday. Pulled pork on Thursday with pepper jack cheese. You cannot beat it. <laughs> There's the recommendation <laughs> again. I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. Josh Lanero is my guest. I, again, greatly appreciate it. Harry, take it away. You just watched another exciting episode of Bingo Talk, and now it's time to draw the winner for our week of Chambers Lunch Specials. Based on those of you who came in and got a free breakfast sandwich of last week from the Bingo Talk giveaway, free breakfast sandwich giveaway. This is sponsored by Chambers General Store and Maple Shade Outdoors our lovely drawing hat. And we will now, with a drum roll, pick the exciting name from the hat of the eight people who came in and got free Chambers breakfast sandwiches. And the winner is Daniel Thomas. Congratulations, Dan Daniel. So student, from the 19th through the 24th, just come into Chambers, get the daily lunch special of the day, let the cashier know that you are the winner and you will receive the free daily lunch special. You've just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk with your host, Carlo Guadagnino, recorded live in his secret lair in Bethany, West Virginia. Sponsored by Chambers General Store, the longest running general store in the state of West Virginia. Stop by and see us. We're here Monday through Friday, 6A to 5P, and on Saturday, 6A to noon. Get a breakfast sandwich or our new sausage biscuits and gravy. Coming soon, another round of Bethany Mushroom Capital of the World t-shirts 
and new Chambers General Store. If you don't, if we don't have it, you don't need it. T-shirts.